0: Love Talk Radio.
1: everyone, this is Prophet Carmen. How are you? To God be the glory, I thank everyone tonight for listening in. We're going to have several guest speakers calling in and discussing relationships and maintaining relationships in this hour. And, you know, we're we're going to expand and expound on it, you know. And if you would like to share your testimony, you can call in 347-945-7871. And share your testimony tonight. God has doing great and mighty things in this hour, so press on, be persistent, um, and God is going to bring you through. So I just wanted to let everyone know that, even in this hour, you know, that you can begin to call in and share your testimony. I thank everyone that's going to be listening in and those that's going to be entering even the chat room. I thank you, Brother Reg- Reggie for um, entering the chat room. If you want to share your testimony, you are more than welcome to do that um, tonight. And to God be the glory, I thank you, Father, even for your Holy Spirit speaking through me, even in this hour, speaking the words of light, wisdom, truth, and love. May all those that listen under the sound of my voice be edified through your words and your truth. And oh may it bring up deliverance and healing, purpose, and direction. We give your honor, praise, and glory now and forevermore in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. 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 You know, as I said, you can begin to call and then share your testimony. Um I'm gonna read uh some of the promises of God. These promises of God are not they're just not just promises, these are truths. This is what this is yay and amen. The promises of God have to come to pass. Because God is not a man that he should you know, so therefore anything that God promises, it will come to pass. That's why I say, hold on to them, because in due season, you will reap. You know, in due season, you will be blessed. You have to hold on to these promises from the Word of God, know that God is in it. And it's our faith. It's a faith walk. So, therefore, you have to move in faith without doubting, you know. And one of them in Hebrews 11.3, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear, You know, so anything that we want to happen, we have to move in the realm of faith. You know, without faith it's impossible to please God. You know, I believe almost if you get anything without faith, you know, was it of God? If God wasn't in it, to get it. If God wasn't involved in it, then it was not of God for you to have it. You know, so you might have it for a season, but then it will wither away. You know, you want everything you do putting God first. Allowing God to begin to move in your life and all that you do. So that's important to know. You know, move in the faith. Mark 11 says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he saith. So we have to speak forth that which we want to manifest, and we have to speak it and believe it and know that God is answering the prayer, answering it, command ye me this day, prove me now. You know, all these are in the Bible. God wants us to move in that realm of faith, you know, and start with a relationship with him, communicating with him, knowing that he's real, knowing that he's alive, knowing that there's is interaction between you and the most high God, you know, and how do we do it? How do we, the, what is the currency that takes place? What, what is the voltage? It's how faith, that is the connection. Without it, it's impossible to please God. There's no connection without faith, you know. So begin to call in and share your testimony. I see a caller on the line. I'm going to open up the line for the caller. Um, it's a 917 number. If you'd like to share your testimony, I'm going to open the line up for you. And you can begin to share your testimony. Um, caller, are you on the air? Nine one seven four five.
2: Yes, I am. Um, good evening. First of all, praise praise God.
1: Praise God. Would you like to share your testimony?
2: Actually, um, you have to forgive me. I'm I'm a little under the weather all of a sudden here, but uh, giving it to God. I just yes. like to thank him for this beautiful day that he blessed us with.
3: Amen.
1: Amen. To God be the glory. I thank you for calling in. You take your time, you know, and 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 you can begin to share your testimony. I'm going to move forward. I'm I'm discussing some more of the promises of God, and you know, you can begin whenever you like to share your testimony. It's just important for us, it, especially in this season, this hour, and we have to really begin to operate on a level of faith like we've never done before. You know, it's just a whole—we're just in a whole new dimension now. You know, we're in a whole new shift, and we have to begin to operate in a level of faith that we've never operated. God is calling us to it. God, the bar has been raised. Okay, and so we have to step up to the plate and begin to operate. We're going to be doing things so differently now than we've done in the past. You know, what, what we were used to before, it's not going to work like it did before. Things that worked before the way they did, it's just going to be a whole new a whole new thing. God is doing a whole new thing in the power. So we have to begin to move in this level of faith, knowing that God is with us in it, and stepping out. It's almost like walking on water. With a, some of us, we're going to be feeling like we're actually walking on water when we begin to do the things that God has called to do. And so without faith, it would be impossible for us to please God. Therefore, we'd have some doubt, and it wouldn't be able to come to pass. But God's promises will come to pass. It's just up to you to take the first step, and then God is going to guide you the rest of the way. Um, if you want to call in and share your testimony, the number to call in is 347-945-7871. You know, and anyone in the chat room that would like to share their testimony, either they can enter it in the chat room and I will share it if you don't want to call in, if for some reason you're not able to connect. Make sure that your phone does not have the caller ID blocked, because if it does, then when you try to call in, I will not see your number, and therefore I won't know you're on the line, and you won't share testimony. So make sure that all that ID is, you know, open for me to see your number, and then I can let you in and you can begin to share your testimony when you call in. Otherwise, you can put it in the chat room, and then I will share it with everyone. So, to God be the glory. Um, We were talking more about God's word and how we have to just move in the the faith realm. And um, even when God gives you a word, um, 18.8 says, I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command But even when you get a word like a prophetic word um, believe the prophet believe the prophet believe the word it, it should confirm what's going on in you already it should concur with what God already spoken, but sometimes it might not you know so God is always doing a new thing and he doesn't do anything unless he reveals it unto his prophets but sometimes it might be something you never imagined or thought of but just you know just hold on to that word and just believe it and see the highest in it. You know, see yourself in it, prospering and being all that God wants you to be in it. Think the highest thoughts of, of yourself in it, and God is going to allow it to come to pass. Um, Proverbs 16 says, The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increases learning. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bone. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is a burning fire. He shutteth his eyes forward, and moving his lips he brings evil to pass. So when you don't understand a particular word, um, when you're not sure about a particular word that you might be given, just hold on to it and try that God wants the best for you. So whatever it is, just say yay and amen. And know that God will bring it to pass. And don't murmur, don't murmur about it, and don't doubt. Just move in the truth of it. Um, Brother Reggie, if you want to call in and she a testimony, it, it is more than welcome. No testimony is too short or too long. But God will edify the saints. So if you want to call in, you can you can do that, and we welcome it. We look forward to it because we know it will edify. So many of the saints, believers, and the seekers, knowing that God moves through each and every one of us in a unique way. And it's just to bring us to a closer walk with him increase our faith. You know, it's really the testimonies are not only just for others to hear, but to increase our faith. And we thank you, Father, even in this hour, increasing our faith because we're called to a walk of faith. Um, caller, are you on on the line? Do you want to share your testimony?
2: Um, I was just thinking about the uh, the question of sharing the testimony. I mean, it's it's kind of a strange question for me because you know, uh, in so many instances, God has been great. And excuse me, my throat is kind of itchy and scratchy, so <laughs> I may have to pause to, to call. Just, so I'm sorry about that but uh nonetheless, I want say he's he's just been so wonderful, and there's just so many different things that I could actually uh share testimony to um I'm more or less uh intrigued with the uh the the uh, topic that you you have now I would like to hear a little more and then probably elaborate later as opposed oh, to. You know,
1: Okay, sure. Well, what we're going to be discussing tonight is basically um, how to maintain relationships, how to maintain a relationship once you've established one. And that's in the area of um, marriage, business, uh, relationship with church. It could be a relationship with your brothers, your sisters, maintaining a good, healthy relationship. And that's what we want to talk about because God you know, wants us to have good relationships. God wants us to be of the fellowship amongst each other. Even in Philippians two it said, If there be if there be if for any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercy, fear ye my joy, that ye be like minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. And so when I when I read that, um, from Philippians too, it lets me know that one of the key factors in maintaining a good relationship is having something in common, being of one accord, being in agreement with something, you know. Um, how can two walk together unless they agree? And so I know that is one of the key factors in, in maintaining a good relationship, you know, um, having something to agree upon. You have to have something in common, you know, and, and, and it's very important that we realize that because if you don't have anything in common, then, then why are you even yoked together? Why are you even relating? There's no relating if you don't have anything in common, as a matter of fact. Um, and it says in John, John 14 says, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. So even in that, it's, God is letting you know, if you love me, then you'll love my Father. So then, then, therefore, if you can relate to me, then you can relate to the things of me and what I'm basically into. And I'm, I'm trying to just cover it across the board, not just in terms of just the Christians listening, but just people in general, you know, like when you want to be able to relate with something, you gotta you have to also be willing to take on what that person is connected to in order to, for you to have a connection with them. So they come with themselves and everything else. And you got to be able to relate with that because Jesus let us know that even when he said that about his father, which is God, you know. And so this, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And if you want to discuss anything, I see a, a caller on the line, and I'm going to open up the line for the caller to share. Their testimony is 704 704- and I'm going to open the line up. If you'd like to share your testimony, caller, are you on the line?
4: Yes. How you doing? Can you hear me?
1: Yes. To God be the glory. What Good is your God. name?
4: This is Brother Reggie.
1: Oh, God bless you, Brother Reggie. Thank you for calling in. So you're calling in to share your testimony. Yes.
4: Yes. God. I want to. Uh, I want to uh, first. I got thank God for allowing me to be part of your show. And okay. um, my testimony is, wow, wow. I just I just thank him for bringing him, for bringing me a mighty long way. I remember uh, yeah. years ago when I used to be a drug dealer. Um, and then at the same time by me being a drug dealer, by me having children, I was fatherless to my children. I wasn't there for my children because I thought that me making all this money and going to all these states and casinos and doing all the things quote-unquote drug dealers do, it took time away from my kids. Once I got incarcerated, um, the judge was going to let me out because at that time, if you have money, you can buy your way out of prison. But at that time, I said, Judge, I'm not ready to go back in the streets. And the judge looked at me like I was crazy, so I was like, your honor, I'm not ready to go back in the streets. My reason at that time was because every week prior before me getting locked up, I was going to a funeral. And by me being so deep in the drug game, in order to get out of it, you had to do time in jail. So I wasn't ready to go back in the streets because of I was going to a funeral every week. But to make a long story short, now that I'm not into the drug game no more, um I, I can focus more I can focus more on being with my children now. I'm spending more time with my children now, and I still can travel like I used to because God had blessed me with a job in my ministry, which was close to the money I was making in the drug game, so I don't have to sell the drugs no more. I can spend time with my family. When I was um, traveling all the time, not taking my family with me, I wasn't married at the time. He blessed me with a wife now. Now I can take my family and my kids everywhere I want to go without. Happen to watch my back. So I just want to share that testimony and thank God for where He has brought me from and keep on thanking Him in advance for where He's going to take me to. So I just thought that i share that testimony with everybody that's listening.
1: Oh, man, can you hold on, my brother? Don't go anywhere. I see a couple more calls on the line because I want to ask you just a couple of questions in the process of um, God bringing you to that place of uh, coming to Him because you was selling drugs. You didn't want to go back on the street and then you know there was there was something in the middle like I wanna know how you came to Christ. And I would I would like you to just share that. So if you don't mind holding on so I can find out who else is on the call and I'm okay. gonna get right with you. To God okay. be the glory. There's a caller um three four seven eight five. I'm open up the line for you. If you could just let me know who you are. Hello? Yes. Caller um,
3: Hello?
1: Yes. Um, who's on the line?
3: Oh, this is Brother Poet.
1: Brother Poet. Oh, welcome, welcome. Okay. I'm
3: just, um, I'm just listening in tonight. You know, okay. just just listening to the testimonies and that's it. You don't you um you don't mind, do you?
1: Oh yes, God be the glory. Okay, great. All right. Is there another call on the line? Three four seven four zero six. Three four seven four zero six. God be the. Glory. Yes, who is on three four seven four zero six? Okay. Yes. Okay. This is Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Thank you for calling in to God be the glory. Thank you for listening in. Are you calling to share your testimony? We just had an awesome testimony from a brother Reggie. And he is gonna continue sharing his testimony. But if you would like to, you can um begin to share yours briefly and we're gonna get back to Brother Reggie. Would you like to share your testimony?
3: Yeah, I just want to say that God has been good to me over the years. Even though he's been through a whole lot, you know, through my um divorce with my ex, he still brought me through tough times. But <clears throat> I know God is a good God to me, so I just want to, like, share what he has done for me over the years, you know. God is still doing good things, and I want to continue to lift him up in praise. I want to lift up with- Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. I want to continue to praise him. Um, Can I sing a song for you? Oh,
1: sure, sure. Um, Yeah, to God be the glory. You can sing it to the Lord. You can sing it to the audience. We have uh, many listeners on. And um, to God be the glory, if that's part of your testimony, go right ahead.
3: My name is Trevor Wilkinson, and um, this is a song I wrote called Shine. He shined a light
5: on me. Don't you know God has God has never the light on me Myself, oh, yeah, you shine me, you shine the light on me, you shine the light in my soul, oh, yeah, you shine the light, the light on me, yeah, you shine so bright, so that Shined the light
1: me And do you know God Thank you. Well, to God be the glory, thank you for your creative, creative art that you wanted you. to share with the listeners. We appreciate that prophetic song because God is shining on you yes. and the light is going to shine through you. And I thank you for calling in to share your testimony. I see God using you um using you minorly through your your song. You you have such a peaceful voice. You see you have such thank a peaceful border. Sh- thank you. I thank you for calling in, my brother. God bless you.
3: bless
1: now. God bless. Okay. All right. That was beautiful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Reggie. Are you still on the line? Yes. Okay. Can you continue now to share with the audience? That was such a beautiful song. I'm just – that 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 was so beautiful. Like I just felt that, you know, um, he shined a light on me. Wow, I hope everyone felt that the way I did, because God is shining a light, you know, on us, even as the light shines through us, because one light, one love. And and, and I just, just – Love that song. Um, can you tell us more about how you came to Christ? Because you, you went from being in the jail and then being married and children and then God using you. But how did you come to Christ?
4: How did I come to Christ was because that I have always been in church. Oh, I have always okay. been in church as I was doing the things that I was doing, but I wasn't going to church like I should be gone. And I think that the main thing that brought me to Christ was my wife, which plays a big part of this. Because when I met my wife, I was DJing at the nightclubs. I was working at a radio station, but a hip-hop station. So when I met my wife, who was a Christian, um, actually our first date, I tried to impress her by taking her to uh, a concert. And the concert we went to was Bishop T.D. Jakes. And oh. once we went to see him, this was before we got married, recently after that we got married, and I heard going to church on a regular basis is what rubbed off on me. So we both decided to move from D.C. to another state. Um, at the same time, I was still working at hip-hop radio station, so when we moved to another state, my job was going to transfer me. But the job I was going to work at was about 50, 80 miles away from where I lived at, and I wasn't going to travel that far. work at a hip-hop station. So someone told me to try another station. I went to that station and it ended up being a gospel station, not knowing that, you know, I'm going to be at a gospel station. So I was saying to myself, I can't work at no gospel station. I'll probably be a hypocrite or something like that. So what happened was I started doing two days a week and five days a week, and by me listening to the different ministries that was coming on the station, that was also a plus that made me get closer to God. So I started going to church before I was just going every once in a while on Sundays when I was doing the hip-hop station. But as I got with this gospel station, I was going like three or four days a week, and that was a positive change point in my life. And as of today, which is um, I started gospel in 2002. This is 2008. As of today, I still work at a gospel radio station. I'm still playing gospel music. I don't DJ no more at the clubs. My, my, my DJ equipment got spiderwebs on it. So, uh that's what I'm doing now. I'm still doing gospel radio, and I'm still um, going to church on the regular, and I'm still doing what God has called me to do.
1: Wow. And God is moving through each and every one of us in a unique and great and mighty way. I thank you for your testimony. So it's a liberty. It's a liberty when you come to Christ. You, the Spirit of the Lord, With the Spirit of the Lord there is liberty. And even with him allowing you to continue to use the creativity he's given you through your, your music and DJing and your love for music, you're able to transcend it to so many other people, you know. And, and God knows each and every one of our needs, you know, and wouldn't you agree with that? Because he allowed you to just, just so graciously go into your ministry doing it in a legal way instead of an illegal way. You know, wow. by just rendering himself unto him, you know, and and that's a great testimony. So you mentioned that you, you were in the church and you were like selling drugs or you, you were using drugs and selling drugs in the church? No,
4: no, I never was a user. I never was a drug user, and um, okay. but I was a drug dealer. I was selling drugs in the church. I got a story. On, um, I was interviewed with this magazine not too long ago, and I put my story in the magazine, and it was so deep that they wanted me to do part two. But I'm going to share a little bit with you. I was a drug dealer in church. I used to make church my, my meeting points. Um, the reason why I chose church is because I figured that, you know, at the time I was young that God is watching over me that I would never get caught. Um, So okay. the people the people that I was bringing to church who was meeting at church was people who was never going to church at all. So as time went on, um, I'm making, like, my transactions in the church. Um, I had people in the church who was buying um, drugs from me. And and, and what confuses people about my story is that I never sold drugs to people who use drugs. And that's where my part two of the story going to come in at because people don't understand how can I be a drug dealer but don't sell drugs to people who use this drugs, which is another story. But um, I was bringing people to church. They'll get dressed up, and we won't make the transaction until the church is over. But my okay. plans or what I told them was you have to be there at church from the beginning, and when church is over, we'll meet in the church parking lot and make the transaction. I was meeting like six or seven people at the same time at this church. So I knew every Sunday I was getting a paycheck of $10,000 or more because of the people that I was meeting at the church. So um, as time's on, to make a long story short, some of these people who I was bringing to church was touched by the word that a lot of them got out of the drug game, and and, and a lot of them are now ministers as we speak because something touched them in the drug game. So
1: well, the Holy, Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Spirit touched them. Thank Jesus, wow, that's amazing grace. That is amazing grace, you know. Um, that is an awesome testimony how God will just transform you, even in the, you know, like with, 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 with some things were meant for ugly and for evil, God will turn it for good. And although he might have been coming there to do this, you know, horrible transition uh, dealing with such negativity, God already had them in mind when they were coming, what he wanted for them. And they didn't know it, but God God had arrested them in the Holy Spirit. God arrested them in the Holy Spirit. and He arrested each and every one of y'all in the Holy Spirit. And to God be the glory. Thank you for sharing that testimony. I look forward to you calling again and elaborating even more on it because, you know, um, I just see God really, really, you're to, like a crusade. You're like a crusader. That's what I heard God say. Because you're going to be going from. I see you doing it over the air, but I see you also traveling, um, sharing your testimony like um, in different arenas. Like going in different arenas, and you're going to have a healing and a deliverance and a change of mindset of the youth. Right. You're going to right. see the mindset of the youth through your testimony, and God said He's going to use you in a mighty way in that area. But continue, continue in the word. Continue in the word. God wants you to get more into his word. And he's going to, you know, the, there's a mantle that's going to fall upon you um, from a mentor. There's a mentor and uh, someone you've been, you know, under, and his mantle is going to fall upon you. You know, so continue in the word. I thank you. I look forward to going again. And again, to share some more of testimony of God. Okay. Be the glory. Okay, I
4: will.
1: Yes, yes. And we're discussing, thank you again. We're also discussing here, if you want to share your testimony, you can call in the numbers 347-945-7871. Um, and the topic that we're talking about is um, maintaining relation, a good relationship. Once you've established the relationship, how do you maintain it? You know, and you know one of the things is having something in common. You know, so my brother Michael, are you still on the line? Or if any, my brother Michael, are you still on the line? Okay, um, I see a caller on the line: three four seven eight five
3: two zero two. Yes, it's me, sisters, brother poet.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, great. All right. You know, um,
5: uh,
1: would you like to share in your testimony now
3: or do
5: you
3: want uh, yes. to I would I would well, you, you you know how I share, sister, and I I, I you know, I would like to share a fragment of, of my testimony because I God bless that gentleman that just shared that piece of testimony. You know, I'm thanking God for him right now and I'm thanking God for you too, sister. Because it's a beautiful thing that God has given you a vehicle, so the Lord can speak to all people. Amen.
1: God be the glory. Hallelujah. Uh,
3: I'm going to share. I'm gonna, wanted to share a piece of my gift with God's people tonight, and a piece of my testimony. Because my testimony is a piece of my a fragment of my testimony is kind of like that gentleman's there, but I would like to share it in poetic form. Would that be all right, sister? Oh, go, go right
1: ahead. Uh, the, the artists are out tonight. <laughs> the artists are out tonight. So go ahead and share your, your poem. We would
3: like to hear it. I would, I would like God's people to uh, keep an open mind until I finish this in its entirety and try not to come to a judgment because there's a piece of truth in it that is truly profound. This piece I'm getting ready to share tonight is dedicated to one of my greatest teachers of all time, 25 years ago, I started out a teenage alcoholic. I decided I was going to get myself clean, and I walked in this treatment center. When I got there, unannounced, I was getting ready to meet one of my greatest teachers of all time. This man's name was Howard Toole. Howard had a third-grade education. He was self-taught, and he was an atheist. Now, Howard used to take up the meeting all the time because he liked to talk a lot, and he would always finish. He would say, if you don't pick it up, you can't get high. But something disturbed me about this picture. You know why? Because Howard told us he had been there 12 times. I walked up on that old man after the meeting. I said, Howard, I said, if you knew so much, why did you keep coming back? The old man would snicker and give me his bag. He would walk away. and would flip my belly, and I would become angry. The counselors would take me and throw me in the chair. And about two or three confrontations like this, he would never talk to me directly. I got out of there, and I got about a year clean you know what I decided? I was going to drink three bottles of vodka a day, amongst a couple other things. I said, well, look, I'm not going to go to treatment in Buffalo because I'm not going to be foolish like Howard. I don't want everybody to know I'm back. I went to the next town over. And when I got to the next town over, I went to the treatment center, sat down in the back room, and looked up in the front. It was the same man. I walked up to Howard after the meeting. I said, Howard, do you remember me? I said, Howard, if you know so much, you're still telling the same story." Why did you keep coming back? He wouldn't answer me. To make a long story short, I got out of there and I got five years clean. Now, since I thought drug selling was different than drug using, I understand both of these men got the same fate, jails, institutions, and death. I became a drug dealer. And there was something in me that just wanted to tell you I was a big drug dealer, but that's not the truth. I was a two-bit hustler that got caught with a lot of drugs. I got caught with so many drugs I should have got a life sentence. You know how much time I got? Four years to a technicality. But there's a greater reason. See, when you go in a situation like that you come out, God wants you to know it's Him that brought you out, not you. I did my reception in Elmira State Prison. I got to Midstate, New York. After being there seven months, I decided I was going to go to a Bible study one day. I walked in the Bible study, sat down in the back room and looked up in the front. It was the same man. I decided to myself, I said, I'm going to go up one side of this man and down the other and I'm going to tell him about himself. And I walked around that old man, and I'll never forget what he said when he finally spoke. He said, you stop right there, young man, because you just don't get it. He said, I'm not in this Bible study because I believe in your God, your Jesus, and your Holy Ghost. He said, I'm in this Bible study because I'm killing time, and I wanted to get away from my dorm. He said, besides that God, that Jesus, and that Holy Ghost that you believe in, I believe in me. And I'm one of the greatest teachers of all time. I keep trying, and I'm what you call a knowledgeable fool. You see, brothers and sisters, Howard didn't have a pastor or a church. This man wasn't called for or sent for. He rolled down a vehicle of ignorance 15 times, and three of those times that same man watched, I came and went. You see, Howard did not keep coming back for the truth that he did not know. Howard kept coming back for the same reasons I did, the truth. I refused to apply in my own life. He said, but young man, I got a piece of truth for me so profound, I can't give to most I men that say they you go know, God." They're looking for it. Hello? Go ahead. Go ahead. I got a piece of truth in me so profound, I can't give it to most men that say they know God. They're looking for it. But you want to know why they'll never find it? He said, see, as soon as you tell them you don't have a pastor or church and you don't believe in God, they don't think you can teach them that. They shut down and get real closed-minded. He said, now, the ones that say they witness for Jehovah, he said, forget it. I gave them the same presentation. He said, you didn't hear about it? They ran from me. I'm their mirror. I don't want to receive. I think I'm supposed to give out all the information. He said, the young man, he said, you're searching. And do you want this truth? I told him, yeah. He said, this time I'm going to make sure you get it anyways. While I had my big nose up over that man's fence, looking at what I deemed to be his spiritual lack, Howard cocked his eyebrow and said, you should have been looking at why you had kept coming back. You see, the mind of Jesus keeps his head in God's kingdom. And on God's side, of the sense, because if you're walking around focusing on what's bad about others, that's not the mind of Jesus I came and went. When I stopped focusing on everybody and everything outside myself, and used to love God put in my heart, and received that atheist man, he tried to present me a lot. He taught me, if you walk around life doing the things that you always did, you'll simply get what you always got. He told me, go mind your own business ever since. And I've been minding my own business ever since. Amen. Wow. I say that to say this. A man can be standing presenting you the complete truth because I would never do what God wanted me to do in life. God was so faithful, he would always bring a message. He always sends a message before something happens. What God wanted me to do, he wanted me to take that truth and apply it in my own life. If I would have listen to what that old man told me, way down the road the first time, you don't pick up, you won't get high, I never would have met him the other two times. That's the spiritual change. The money is this. That before I left, he grabbed me by my shoulder. He said, Young man, he said, You got this thing about you when people don't believe in Jesus, you don't think they can teach you that. He said, You wanna know what? He said, You remember all those times you used to get angry at me? He said, You know what it was? He said, When you looked at me, it was the things that you seen in me that you knew about your own self that you didn't like. That's what made you angry. He said, Plus, you talk a lot. You got a real big mouth and I stole your pop and shine. He said, but imagine yourself standing in time right now with all that anger that you had way back then. He said, there there is a God. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a teacher. I got a third grade education. He said, you remember I'm the man that came by and let all that anger out and took it all away. When I reached my hand out to shake, his, he pushed away. He said, I just don't want to see you no more. And the scripture says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you, my brother, Brother um, cool. Paul. Thank you so much for sharing that.
3: Wow. Wow. And God designed so- to keep us to understand this is that God, he says, God, the Lord told us. And see, I tell people all the time, now I'm learning that when I look at other people, my job is looking to look into them and see what's good about them and add it to myself and make myself a better man. what's bad about other people, that's between them and God because I can't yeah. use it. right? And if I can keep doing that and I can find something good, there's literally a whole kingdom and a whole garden of Eden out here in this world. When we step out of our house every day, we step into it. So we must learn to make quality choices because the way that we know that these choices are from God, when we look behind in our life, we should see some evidence of healing. Amen?
1: Amen. 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 Thank you for that. Thank you for that. There is so much wisdom on the line tonight. So much creative ability. I'm just seeing how God is just sending in the artist, like, and, and there's going to be networking and connections made through this, and I thank you for sharing that. I see another caller on the line, a 917 number. If you'd like to share your testimony, you can begin to share it, uh, 917. If you'd like to share your testimony, you can begin to share it. And I thank you um, for, for that uh that masterpiece that you just shared my brother. Um, Carla, are you on the line?
2: Yes I am. What was the uh the brother's name that that just spoke?
1: That was Brother Carl. That was Brother Carl and um yes. That was awesome.
2: Yeah, praise God to brother Carl. That was some some beautiful uh, and true uh, spirituality flowing there and then I am blessed and, and, I don't know, just just astounded, you know, you really put joy in my heart just hearing that, knowing that, you know, there's another brother pretty much like myself out there who has that type of wisdom and and knowledge, and it's it's in him, you know, there's there's no question about that. Um, Yes,
1: I'm just seeing God just like, this line, tonight the callers coming in are so resourceful, God is using them in a mighty way. I mean, so unique and individual, each and every one of them, but so multi-talented. That's what, the word is multi-talented for everyone that's on the call, everyone in the chat room, those that's calling in. It's because you're multifaceted, you know, and I'm just seeing multiple streams of income. Um, so much, you're so full of resources, and that's why you got to begin to focus on really what God has called you to do in this hour. And then through that, your businesses are going to expand. And that's, I'm talking to the listeners out there, those who have called in, because I'm just seeing so many gifts and talents in you. It's almost like, like a volcanic eruption about to take place with the servants that are calling in tonight and, and just begins to flow with these gifts just begin to flow with them and use them, you know. Um, I'm just seeing where each and every one of you have unique gifts that God is calling forth to be brought forth to the forefront this hour. I I just
2: want to say I I know definitely he is definitely calling on the men to uh, stand up there and take their rightful places, and I say it just really sends joy to my heart to know that, that, you know, there's uh, an army out there. You know, I, I have brothers out there, and, you don't run into it in, in the life every day and it's it's sad to say because we should, because we know that, you know, it is in each and every one of us. We all have basically the same opportunity if we are willing to uh open up and, and let God be God and and give in to our, our spirit, our natural spirit. So, um yeah, well, I'm 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 just really floored, uh I wish I had some contact information for the brother. I wouldn't mind meeting him personally and then sitting down and having a, uh, little chat with him. Uh, God is good. You know, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, his, his works never cease and they're just so amazing. You never know where the blessings may come from or flow from. So that's the wonderful thing about being connected. You just always look forward to it. You know, it's out there.
1: Yes, yes, and thank you also, Brother Reggie, for sharing your testimony. I look forward to you calling calling in again to continue with part two of the testimony, you know, um and God is even strengthening you in this hour. so so I thank you for calling in and sharing your testimony. God bless you yes, and and I'm just seeing where God is raising up the men, the men in this hour are just going to take their rifle stand as as the head because the men are the heads, you know. Jesus Christ is the head of the body of Christ, um, but he's set a system in order to let you know that the men are the heads, you know, and as they begin to rise up and take their rightful place, then order starts, we start getting aligned, you know, because God even said get in line, you know. It wasn't take a number first and get in line. It's get in line first, and then you can take a number, and that that's, I just heard that from the Holy Spirit because you know to me it would seem like you'd you'd um take a number first and get a, get in line usually sometime but but it's like no, you get in line before you can even take a number, take your rightful stand, right. even with, with with um the men now, God is calling them, and they are getting in line They're, you know the, He's raising up mighty warriors, and as, right. as the men begin to get in line, you know they can begin to take their rightful place. You know, in the and then the whole body of Christ is going to become in alignment, you know. Right.
2: The whole world has to reconform itself to just because God will definitely lead the men. And there was a thought that came to me earlier that if you're, you're not willing to set a trend, be prepared to follow one. And I think that's what's been going on. We've been following all the wrong trends instead of setting the proper trend.
1: Well, which that's a turnaround Turn around even in this hour. I'm just seeing it. And this is a prophetic move even tonight, you know, because it's a turnaround and the men are rising up. The men are taking their rightful place as the heads in their home and the heads in their community, you know, and with the Holy Spirit is going to be first and foremost moving through them. You know, it's not going to be by their power or by their might, but by the Spirit of God that they're going to be lined up and find themselves in rightful stand in right standing, even with God. You know, so don't even look back on your past or what you've gone through. Just let, just use it as a testimony that I'm just seeing where God is going to allow the men to come to the forefront. And, and the men that's coming to the forefront, God said it has nothing to do with your personality. It has nothing to do with, you know, how you were brought up. It has something to do with his spirit and your heart because God is searching the heart. And God, saw your heart even back then, you know, and God is going to use you and move through you in this hour. So continue to use the gifts that God has given you in every arena, because God is going to get the glory no matter what. You know, God is going to get the glory, and to God be the glory. I see another caller on the line, um, 347-85. Uh, If you'd like to share your testimony can I'm going to open up the lines for you if not we're going to continue with the conversation we're having about maintaining um, good relationships and um, my brother Michael are you still in the line
2: yes I am
3: how would you um,
2: in, in regards to that before you get into your your uh, main commentary as far as maintaining relationship with the men taking the forefront and I also want to point out uh, to the female listeners out there the women um uh, don't be ashamed don't be afraid of letting the man take his proper place and it has uh no discredit to you because you are equally as important I understand that but um uh, just be prepared to hold your peace a little while and let him do what he's going to do because god you know tends to work that way we may not move as swift as you'd like us to sometimes but as you know moving swiftly sometimes can also create and cause mistakes So you have to work on on that patience area. But, you know, God will work with it, and he'll work with you, and he'll work it out.
1: Amen, because God is in control. (laughs) Amen to God's glory. Thank you for that. Yes, but you're going to ask a question. Yes. Um, We're talking about maintaining relationships. And and being that you, you, you were speaking about the women being patient, maybe you can elaborate even more How would you say, what what do you think is one of the important ingredients in maintaining a good relationship, be it with your boss or just, you know, your wife? Each one, I'm sure, would be a different ingredient, but what is one um, one of the most important ingredients that you feel is needed in order to maintain a healthy relationship?
2: Well, first and foremost, uh, Having a strong spiritual connection first of all, because you're not going to get very far without that it's gonna be uh very trying, just as anything because you have to learn and understand the person uh I like to point out to people that you know no two people are the same, and despite what you may have experienced uh different things, we have to be very careful with that, but quite often you know through the process of of growing. You know, we experience different things that tend to mark us, and we hold on to, and then we want to try to, uh, or we tend to drag that into the next situation, which is not good. You have to give everybody their own benefit of the doubt, and see them for who they are, and understand them. And the key way to to understanding is, you know, proper communication, and if you respect the person, is you're definitely going to communicate with them because you're not going to get very far without, you know, communication, which is going to lead to understanding and your your spiritual connection is what is actually going to give you the balance.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Amen, amen, amen. I see another caller on the... That's very interesting. I see another caller on the line, and if you want to share your testimony... Um and we'll get back to the subject matter. Um you can. I'm gonna open up the line for you It's a nine one seven number. If you want to share your testimony, nine one seven six five, you can begin to share your testimony. Cola, are you on the line?
0: Yes, I am on the line, Prophetess Common. Greetings, Prophetess Common and family.
5: Hi. This is Sonia. Like... Yes, and hi, Prophet how
0: Sonia. are you? Welcome glad you can
1: listen in do you want to share a testimony tonight with I'm,
0: I'm primarily listening i probably uh, if this time later would like to to sh- oh yes i do thank you thank you prophetess common thank you for asking me the testimony i'd like to share prophetess common would be a follow-up on the words of the lord that you gave me okay amen praise god um, the last time that I was on last week, um, you, you I shared my testimony, and then, in conclusion, you gave me the word of the Lord of what you saw and I just want to share with your audience how important it is that when a prophetess or a person from God is speaking into your life, if at all possible um, it would be nice and I admonish people to try to follow up. We don't make the prophecy work, but if we've gotten specific instructions, it behooves me
5: <laughs>
0: to to try to follow through. Something as simple as the word of the Lord you gave me was um getting things out of my material things out of my environment. And people out of my ear gate and things of that nature, so immediately I call it decluttering. actually, I'm keeping notes to write a book on decluttering, so I began to clean up as I began to clean up um i I started actually in July, and I've taken out bags and bags and given it away and donated and tossed it away and But the miracle was. As I began to take things out of the house and ask certain people um, not to call me unless we're going to talk about something constructive and not put garbage in my spirit, in my ear. Profit is Carmen, my life became, believe it or not, happier and joyful. And there was lightness and there was mainly a clarity of thought. Getting rid of the clutter physically helped my mind to. Um, be able to focus and get rid of. So that's basically what what I wanted to share. And it's an ongoing process. I like the process, the process, because as things are going out, then if there's things that I need, my God supplies my need according to His riches and glory. And I've even gotten a couple of other things. Not wishing to replace the things that I got got out got out because I like the space. But I just wanted to uh, give a tribute to um, the word of the Lord that came to me. And so thus far, it's been working wonderfully. So I thank God for using you, Father, this comment. Oh, to God be the
1: glory. And I thank you for sharing your testimony. Um, I thank you for sharing that. Um, To God be the glory. I get the scripture, John 10, where my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand, you know. And that's John ten verse twenty seven. It's important when you hear the word of the Lord that you you're obedient, you know. And and you'll know the word of the Lord, and you'll know. A lot of times you don't know, but you just got to begin to move in faith, and you got to trust God in it, you know. And then the Bible says, believe the prophets, and so shall you prosper you know, believe the Lord your God so you be established, be, believe the prophets and so shall you prosper. And God sees your faith and sees your heart and then he will allow you to prosper as you begin to move and trust in him through his prophets. So I thank you for sharing your testimony um, in this hour and you you'll have so many more testimonies to share. So to God be the glory I thank you. Thank you for calling in. We are actually discussing Maintaining good relationships. You know, the first and foremost relationship is a relationship with God, relationship with Christ. And then how do we maintain the relationship with each other once you've established a good relationship? And we have um, a call on the line, um, my brother Michael, who is actually sharing that information with us. So thank you for calling in and listening in. And, Michael, are you going to, you know, continue to expound on What we were talking about in terms of maintaining good relationships?
2: Sure, I can continue on. That's not a problem. Um, I would also like to say uh, one of the key factors in maintaining a good relationship in all aspects is is being true to yourself. Because most people uh, approach relationships, friendships, putting on airs, which is. highly detrimental to the relationship right out the gate. So you must first be true to yourself, be happy with yourself, and therefore it's a lot easier for you to be true to yourself and then you can proceed to you know, having a healthy relationship.
1: And, and that that is true, and also showing gratitude and, and giving thanks even in the little, you know, in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, that's true. No matter how, don't ever get so familiar in any relationship that you don't be grateful, show gratitude and appreciation for the connection that God has brought together. You know, you all, and, and God gives us that example when we're to give him thanks and praise every day, you know, no matter how much we commune with him, no matter how much we pray, you know, and, and if we have faith in him, we're to always worship praise him and adore him and give thanks you know, to him every single day, you know. And and I believe God sets the system in place through his principles, and we're supposed to move accordingly, even how we interact with one another. So another thing in terms of maintaining a good, healthy relationship is always being appreciative, even no matter how familiar you get. Or, as a matter of fact, I don't think you should even get so familiar that you forget to thank a person and appreciate them. You know. That is 100%
2: true. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah,
1: that, I've been thankful
2: for the smallest of things because, I've, you know, I've experienced relationships where, you know, you get comfortable and you get in a zone where you think that you're entitled to certain things, but you're not entitled to anything. And I've, I've learned to just actually challenge people and question them, which is probably a little too heavy for most people. Just imagine if your partner was God. You know, God is in each and every one of us, and if you treated him like God and he treated you like God, then naturally you would have a better relationship. So that's just food for thought, not for you to actually get into it for (laughs) the depth of what it is, but food for thought, thinking in terms of this is your God because, you know, this is a type of strong lifetime um, commitment that you want to make with each other. And friendship and business, because you don't want to burn any bridges, so to speak.
1: Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Um, And like
2: the young lady said, you don't, uh, well, you have to be careful with who you allow to rent space in your head, because not everything is good for you. So decluttering, I I like the way she was using that, and her testimony was was beautiful as well. So I thank you for that.
1: Amen, amen. To God be the glory. Um, I see another caller on the line three four seven eight five. I'm gonna open up the line if you'd like to share your testimony, caller on three four seven eight five. Oh, hello. Yes.
3: Oh, it's yes. Just call forward. I'm just listening. I'm just listening.
1: Oh. oh, great, great, great. Okay, Thank you for listening, listening in. Okay. But I would,
3: I would, I would like to add. Um, I would like to build with God's people and. The reference where you were talking about um, relationships, and what I have learned in, in my life is yeah. that what what I used to do, and I'm going to keep it on me, is I used to like have a relationship with everything except for God first. And then what I learned is that when you build that spiritual character, because the Scripture says all things work together for the good to those who love God, and when you begin to understand and 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 build the relationship with God, it also says the Spirit of God knows the things of God. So when you build your spiritual level up, there's certain things that God's, God's Spirit doesn't need lies. And the, the Scripture verifies this. So when I learned that, and me building my relationship with God, that would te- teach me how to relationship, have a relationship with the world that was around me. But I, I, you know, what happened with, in my own personal testimony is that I learned to love everything except for the Lord first. And I accepted Christ when I was 17. And, and I knew the Lord had put a calling on my life, but it scared me so that I ran from the Lord. And in that running, I possibly came back with more. You understand what I'm saying? Than I possibly would have had I stayed. So God has blessed me anyways, But I, I'm learning that. When we put that relationship with God first, that, that that we begin to build that Jesus that's inside of us, and everyone's Jesus is built. That that, that I'm seeing is built in different time spaces of time, because you never know what people have gone through, and sometimes you know it takes some of us a little longer to come out of certain things. That I may be working on one area that you may be strong in, and you may be strong in the other, and that's why it calls us the body of Christ. Amen.
2: Yeah,
3: amen, so, amen. So, so my I'm learning that you know, put God first and see certain things, see but I'm learning Scripture also says, fear the whole matter, if you have your spiritual level built up and someone begins to talk to me, I'm going to sit there and I want to keep my mind open, because there's characteristics of Jesus that can be even get, gotten out of that situation because if that person stands there and they say a whole bunch of nothing. You can acquire the patience and just, and tolerance and just sitting there and being able to withstand that conversation. But if your spiritual level is built up, God's spirit does not receive anything that is not from God. Amen. But that spirit has to be built up. And when your spirit is not built up, you can take in things that are around you. So I try to keep, I, try to, I get up at 4 in the morning, and I try to start with God first every morning. And I thank God for, for, for the day that he's brought me in because I know that I didn't have to be here. There's many people that didn't wake up today, and I try to keep it that simple. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 To God be the glory. We are going to take a brief intermission, um, and we're going to be right back. And we're going to listen a little bit to Vicki Yohi because of who you are. So we'll be right back. To God be the glory. Everyone, this is Prophet Carmen. If you have a testimony you'd like to share, you can call in 347-945-7871. And we're gonna get right back with the callers on the line. We were talking, we were discussing relationships and how to maintain good relationships, like some of the key characteristics involved in it, the ingredients and maintaining good relationships. And we have um Brother Sonia on the line, and and my brother Michael Richmond, I believe, is on the line, and we we're talking about maintaining good relationships. We have Brother Poet on the line as well, um, sharing about good relationships, and Brother Reggie was on the line. And I thank everyone that called in to share their testimonies. Brother Trevor, um, I thank him for that beautiful song that he sang earlier. If you weren't on the line, he sang a song. Um, the light shining on us, and it was so beautiful and and spirit-filled, Holy Ghost spirit-filled, and we thank him for calling and sharing his testimony and sharing his creative ability with us that God has given him. And um, I just thank everyone that's going to be listening in and those in the chat room as well. We have several guests in the chat room. I thank you for listening in, Um, and um, we look forward to you calling in to share your testimony um, so, Brother Michael, are you on the line? Yes, I am. You were talking about maintaining good relationships, and, um, I, I guess before, because we only have a couple of minutes left on the show, so would you like to, um, just give a little bit more of your, your nuggets of wisdom? You
2: know? uh, sure, sure, not a problem. Uh, praises be to God, um. Another key thing I like to focus in on is um, being careful of what you say. It's, it's very key in maintaining a good relationship in partnership and and uh, business likewise. I mean, you don't make any promises that you can't keep, and that's a good way to let people know that you are true, be your word. And not to lash out in anger. You have to excuse me a little bit. I'm I'm, I'm trying to fight a, you know, a sore throat or an itchy throat, so to speak. Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, just being be careful of what you say. Be careful of what you do as well.
5: Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you for that. Thank you for calling in. You know, um, thank you for coming in as well. To the show and sharing of yourself, you know, and, and the wisdom that's given you. And um I see God using you. But to God be the glory. I thank you. And um my pleasure. And, thank you for having yeah, me but, on. Q. Um and and I look forward to you calling in again and sharing with the listeners. Um but could God be the glory. And I thank you Okay. And yeah. Prophetess Sonia, uh, my brother, were you about to say something?
2: No, no, I was just going to say thank you, and it's, it's, it's always a pleasure listening in. Um, I just want to say, allow that to continue to work with you as well.
1: Okay. Thank you, my brother. Thank you.
0: Um, thank you. Um, and Prophetess Sonia, are you still on the line? Yes, Prophet is calm, and I'm, I'm back on the line. Okay. And would you like to share anything
1: in terms of maintaining a good relationship? What would be one of your key ingredients to maintaining a good relationship once you've established the relationship? We've covered communication and a couple of other important factors by taking the relationship for granted and watching what you say in the relationship, you know, to others. Is there anything you'd like to add from your experience?
0: Yes, I'd like to attach to a point that, that the brother me, and he, so Mike, he I, 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 yes, I'm I, sorry, brother Michael, I wasn't sure if it was brother Michael or brother Reggie, and he, you know, I wrote down the point um, when I came in, I actually came in maybe maybe a little later but I wrote down some of the points that he said Um, one of them he said is being true to yourself and don't don't put on airs and be happy with yourself Um, and I I think that a lot of times in relationships it might be um, if we're not true to ourselves in the beginning we might find that out a little later perhaps after a conflict or after um some something that might not be pleasant but uh the church that I go to my bishop says you meet no one but yourself and then a brother was telling me yesterday that if if I have issues with people it's because I, I'm I'm the person is identical or I see myself in them and if we're true to ourselves and if we love other people as God loves the church, you know He tells that the husbands to love their wives as He loves the church. But if we're true to ourselves, when we truly love ourselves, we would treat the other, we would treat the other with respect. So I'm just basically reiterating what's been said. And then Prophetess Carmen, I want to ask you a question: What is the role in relationships? A lot of times, I well in my observation and in my action, I had to, because you know, I raise children and I'm a family oriented person, I had to experience a person had to tell me in a relationship, you're not my mother, you're not my overseer, you're my friend, you're my equal. And then what happened was that at the time that I was raising the kids, I, think I was treating the person like I was their mother not bossing them around, but I felt responsible, like I had to take care of them, I had to look out for them, and there's sometimes, you know, you don't, you don't need to give your advice, you don't need to, you know, try to guide someone, and I learned that, I learned that um, possibly the hard way, that a relationship is, should be equal, equal with the other, and one should not be the mother, if it's a marriage, not try to be the mother, but be the wife, or maybe be the friend, and not, Um, overstep your boundaries and apply things that you are expert in another area, like motherhood, to the person that should just be your partner. And I wanted to ask you um, uh, maybe perhaps get a dialogue, dialogue on knowing the role you should play in a relationship. Amen.
1: Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for your words of wisdom. And even as Jesus came and Jesus said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly, you know. So that lets us know that Jesus came so that we would have a relationship with him so that we would have life more abundantly, you know. So therefore, even in a relationship, relationships are meant to enrich. Relationships are for growth. Relationships are enhance what God has already put inside of us. And we learn from them. And um, first and foremost was the question you asked, what role? Well, that this is the question right there in a relationship. When you form one, you've got to already know what is going to be the role in the relationship. What, how are we relating to each other? What are the deposits and withdrawals that's going to be made? How do you see me and how do I see you? Why are we even together? Why do we connect? These are questions that we need to ask ourselves. What is the intent and purpose of the relationship when you connect with someone? And when you come in accord with that, then you can build on that because you have to be equally yoked. You have to know what the intent is behind the relationship, why you're together, you know, what are the common interests, you know, and also what roles are you going to play? You know, both of you can't be mother, both of you can't be father, you know, Uh you have to decide what position you're going to play in a relation. What role are you going to play first? And I, even with that, when you come into agreement with that, that is one of the foundations in building the relationship. And you build it with Christ first because, you know, Christ is the head of your life. It's already established. You're not the head. Christ is the head. And so, therefore, you can develop the relationship in Christ from knowing that he is the head. He's the leader. He's the intercessor. And I think he leads the example and sets the system in place. First, you have to know what is your role in the relationship. Why are you having it? You know, why did you come together? And and then be aware of what your intent is and the deposits and withdrawals that's going to be made from it. But I believe truly that Jesus said, I've come so that you have life and have it more abundantly. And so any relationship you get in, you've got to take the good from it and even the bad and just go from it because it, it's a growth process. Even in a, a negative relationship, you have to see the good even in that, you know, and grow from it, you know, because it's, we're all on this path learning, you know, and living, and we do it through loving one another. So we have to love thy neighbor as thyself. So when we do it, even when it's negative, do it all in love we have to have relationships and love, and we're going to grow through that. So that's how I see it in terms of, I hope I answered your question, you know, and I know that Jesus Christ is the head, and if we're from Christ being the head, he teaches us we've got to already decide in the relationship what type of roles we're going to have in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you say I am? When you see me, you know, I know who I am, but who do you say I am? Amen. Who am I to you? You know we're together. You know so Excuse how me, do you?
2: Uh,
1: and what is your? I'm
2: going to take to interrupt you. Um, may May I say something in regards to that?
1: Oh, brother Michael, you're still on the line. <laughs>
2: Excuse me. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. Yes. Go ahead.
5: I, go ahead.
2: I would like to say, um, in relationships, quite often. Uh, if you go into it thinking that you have a role, that's going to be a problem right off the bat. Because in relationships, most roles you grow into, you grow into as, as you learn and continue to grow and understand the person you with. You're going to have a, a common interest to to start, but growing and, and learning your person is actually going to develop the roles because you are very much like an energy source both parties there's going to be a positive and there's going to be a negative both have to utilize each other to uh, generate their their proper strengths you're not yeah. going to have two positives because they're going to drain each other very quickly as well as two negatives it's just you know in a sense of being a battery so to speak you have to charge each other you have to depend on each other so you're going to grow and learn your roles because every person is different. Some Amen. people need, yeah, they're going to need a, a mothering, nurturing, so to speak. Some people are going to need that, so you're going to have to adjust to that role. And also, as you grow in a relationship, your roles are going to change. It's going to change due to you, your lifestyle and situations.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. 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 That is so true. So you've got to be open also in a relationship.
2: Right. You're gonna yeah. to have to be flexible. Flex- Don't ever think you're gonna get locked in and think it's just gonna be one way. Yeah. You know. Anyone who's ever been in a relationship or or <laughs> or is married so to speak, they will tell you that it's not always peaches and creams. You you learn to adjust, but like I said, the number one key thing is communication. You know, being true to yourself because if you're true to yourself, you're gonna love that person and you know, naturally they're gonna appreciate you or hopefully they're gonna appreciate you but that's you know I can go two or three different ways with that right there. <laughs>
1: I'll leave amen. I'll it on the <laughs> <floor. Hallelujah. laughs> thank you, brother Michael. I thank you. I hope that answered your question, Prophetess Sonia.
0: Yes, that answered my question. It definitely shed it um, some light on, on uh, that that question. Yes, thank you.
1: Amen. Amen. I thank all the listeners listening, everyone in the chat room. I thank you for chatting in. Those who chatted in, I look forward to you calling in and sharing your testimony in the near future. And I thank all the callers that called in to share their testimony. God is going to use you even the more so in a great and mighty way. I just see God just hand upon you, even as you do what you need to do, even this week. Um, God is going to answer some prayers, and I thank you for taking the time out to share the gifts that God has given you and the wisdom and doing it all in love. That's the key because in Ephesians 5 it says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us and hath given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. So I, I just thank everyone for sharing and sharing in love and the truth of who God is in you, you know, to God be the glory. I look forward to everyone, you know, calling in again, you know, and just, you know, don't take relationships for granted. You know, um, we got a lot of good information tonight about how to maintain a good relationship. So so walk in that truth. And um, if you want to call in and share some more of the relationship, the truth of God in you and how relationships Uh, to you, you can begin to call in maybe on the show and share that. But call in mainly and share your testimony. I thank everyone. I love you. Much love. And remember, the greatest love of all is Jesus Christ. God bless you and good
0: night. Thank you all.
1: God bless you. you. Thank you. Um,
5: Good night.
1: Greetings, everyone. Um, God is calling me to read a word from Scripture, even right now in this hour. And um, it pertains to relationships, something we were discussing earlier on the show. And it's, it's something important for us to know. And, and I guess it's just the wisdom of God right now. Um, and it's in Proverbs. You know, and if everyone could turn to Proverbs. And we're talking about wisdom. And Proverbs chapter 8. And then um, if you can read along with me, it says, Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of high places by the way in the places of the path. She crieth at the gate, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction, and not silver and knowledge rather than choice goal for wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding, I have strength. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I lead in the way of righteousness, in the midst of the path of judgment, that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. Before his works of old, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning or ever the earth was, when there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth, while as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields nor the highest parts of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the death. I'm in Proverbs 8, and now we're moving to verse 28. When he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the waters should not pass his commandments, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Now therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. For whoso findeth me, findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. And so it's important for us to use wisdom even in maintaining a good relationship. Use wisdom, you know, and um, the Holy Spirit led me to read Proverbs 8 because wisdom is so important in everything that we do. And also love and wisdom is important in any good relationship and maintaining a good relationship. So, Move forward in that and and continue to be blessed. Stay in the word. God be all the glory. Lean not to your own understanding, but trust God in everything and continue to give him thanks, you know, and move in that. So, for we are partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, you know we will be blessed. In Hebrews, that's Hebrews 3.14, and continuing that, this Prophet is Prophetess Carmen, let you know that I love you, and the greatest love of all is Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening in, until the next time, continue to not only be blessed, but be a blessing. Cover.